Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready? Hardwick. Dominate every player. Need you. And Richards. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Choreographed demonstration. Choreographed demonstration. This is George Bush. Weapons of mass destruction. Choreographed celebration. You should have seen him. He almost had his pants down. I had to throw a flag. That's just what we do. <laughs> I mean, you can't take your pants off in the National Football League game. It's time to go. Let's go. I'm always down for something new. Now, here's Nick and Judson. Hey, good morning. We got a fact checker, fact checker here. Judson scratching his head, kind of doing his best scrape. He got his eyes closed. Literally, Literally 34 <laughs> seconds into the show, I'm already wrong. 34 seconds and people in the cars are already calling me an idiot. They're like, that's the whole deal is Clayton Kershaw is not pitching in the all-star game. Max Scherzer is going to be taking them out. Yes, Scraby. I really, I did. I did. Did you really just take a guess? I, I thought I saw Clayton Kershaw was the starter. I just assumed really. And then Nick goes, no, no, no. It's he gives me a look like, no, no that that's was the right. whole deal was he pitched Sunday. He pitched yeah. Sunday. Remember, he had the Who he just had 13, he had 13 strikeouts on 99 pitches. It was like the first time in 100 years or something. Yeah, that that the best part of the show, we should be informative. <laughs> Literally, it's the old, like, three hours of a show. I probably say a ton of things wrong, but we talk and talk and talk and talk. It's the one part of the show where it's like, factually, we should probably nail this for 60 seconds. No, I just heard his name floating around. No, I, thought I, I thought I'd throw it out there. Do I need to check up on Chris Sale? Chris Sale is No, pitching. no, Chris Sale is right. Well, how do you know? Because I heard him say it. <laughs> well, so you, someone should probably fact check Nick, too. He's been in a line for up. 10 days. I did say it. I checked my phone. It's true. It's do happening. Do we even know put Floyd it- Mayweather or Conor McGregor <laughs> costs 100? Are they even fighting? Are they even fighting? They, they don't may even not. know. Is Wimbledon even happening? Literally wrong. Yeah, <laughs> 19 seconds. Rafa Nadal last, lost yesterday. He just cost me my entire I'll give career. You that. Roger Federer had dropped This is my set. career. This is how serious you take my career. Your that, updates just are on a whim. Oh, freaking <laughs> whim. That means your career's on a whim. Pretty much. That just Good it, to know. It, it's all very whimsical in here. That's Good how I'd like to, to describe myself in life. Very whimsical. Yeah. <laughs> Our updates are those things filled with air on the front of the This update brought to you by the wacky inflatable tube man. We all are just going off of opinion here. <laughs> it's not a, it's a travesty that Clayton Kershaw is not starting. Now that I found out. <laughs> Sunday. This is the whole thing is people are trying to rearrange the all-star game so Clayton Kershaw could be a pitch one inning in this thing. They're like, maybe we can bump it back from a Tuesday to a Wednesday so Clayton could pitch. I think Clayton Kershaw sounds better on the mound to start the game. This update brought to you by Zillow <laughs> on the mound for the National League will be Pitbull. Pitbull getting the start for the National League. Pitbull. And for the American League, it's going to be Kevin Hart. We think. <laughs> Nobody's researched it. Oh, my God. My bad. Good start. Yeah, we'll my just bad. we'll just check things out here. Good start. The rest of Enrique Iglesias versus Pitbull. <laughs> you really tripped me up there. Boom. Yeah. Scraby. The rest of those updates have Clayton Kershaw in them, so keep that in mind.
Okay, good. Yeah. (laughs) He just waved his hand at us like a Jedi master. He's like, here's what I'm going to need you to do. Keep that in mind. Do you want a new one? No, that's okay. No, he's just going through right now with a <laughs> pen, yeah, it scratching Let's it see, out. Six thirty, taking care of business Brought that way. Jersey Mike. <laughs> there you go. Seven o'clock, Jersey Mike's as well. Cross out Kershaw. Seriously, Clayton Kershaw. Seven thirty. Oh God. Eight o'clock, McDonald's. Get rid of Kershaw. Although you have to be a little bit to blame because you just plow through that thing like a lawnmower. I'm freaking. You're Ron on auto, autopilot. Give it to me, man. Sounded right. <laughs> just like the guy who. He's <laughs> like, yeah, Clayton Kershaw. He's the best. Check. Oh boy. Hey, can I um, can I run something by you? But yeah, I'm trying to figure out what Joey Chestnut <laughs> is doing in the grid here. Guy that chokes down hot uh, dogs for a living. Speaking of being wrong, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of being wrong. So Wednesday, Wednesday, oh. I came in all fired up because it's it's a trip to me. I love Fourth of July. Fourth of July is so great. And a lot of times we do surround. It's so great that if you're here in San Diego, you should not ever leave your house. Seriously. Don't. Yeah. Don't do that. It's scary out there, kids. Although I went into Mission Beach and survived, at least while it was light out. You went to Mission Beach? (laughs) (laughs) You see how scared he is? Oh, my God. Yeah, right on the boardwalk. You went to Mission Beach. I hadn't been to Mission Beach since 2004 when the alcohol (laughs) ban was not yet in place. Oh, my God. I walked from Lahaina's Beach House down to the ocean to go for a swim with Dave Ben. It took me 10 minutes to get to the water. It was probably not safe to be swimming at that point in my life. On 4th of July, leaving Lahaina's Beach House, you get the idea. Yeah, we yeah. made it out past the breakers. It was, oh, yeah. It's we, not a great idea. Not, not really. <laughs> I'm sure the lifeguards had their hands full. I remember walk, walking past, like, bunkers of holes in the sand where people buried their kegs. Yes. This is what happened in 0405. When was that band put in place? Uh, I don't know, but it was nothing like you just described. Hold oh, on, guys. I know it was like uh, four years ago. Yeah, here. Yeah, let's just uh, exchange opinion with fact. Okay, How about it. Good. Four years ago, Clayton Kershaw. No, I, I have no idea. It was actually far more mellow than I thought. I was, as I said, the the, the party. These. It was an amazing three bedroom apartment right on the boardwalk. Thirty four seventy five a month, I believe it was three bedroom, and it was all glass windows. So you were right. Sweet. Right on it. But it wasn't wild. It was really good people watching. Did you, you ride know. your bike there? I Ubered. You did. Good. Yeah. Good call. Because going back, it's really kind of uphill. It's slightly uphill. Yeah. I, I've always thought that, too, because when I was in my younger days doing a little bit of PB time, I thought, yeah, I'll ride the bike down the hill. And then on the way back, it is uphill. And on those beach cruisers, they're not really built for torque. Nope. Yeah. I ripped the handlebars off. <laughs> I actually ripped the handlebars off. Fat Nick off was of the, so much off fun, the man. bike. Yeah, it was a, it was a little. I would, was, I would like to know twenty three year old. Oh, Nick. it was a pretty good time. You were a real S show. <laughs> <laughs> but on I Wednesday, together. Wednesday I came in here. I was solo, so again I'm scouring the news for things to talk about. And it was like, how come on the Fourth of July, the biggest sporting event? And there are baseball games going on, but it's July. Again, you're kind of waiting for the All-Star game. Yep. The one that garners the most attention does seem to be the hot dog eating contest. Hebrew National. So I made the case that Joey Chestnut, because I had two hot dogs on uh, Tuesday. I know I know you're going to be disappointed in me. Good for you. Joey had 70 more than I did in 10 minutes. 72 hot dogs, Chestnut wolfed down. Bun included. 
So I came up with a hot take about the way that they train their bodies for their digestive tract, where the food has to sit, from the mental and emotional fatigue for them to really be competitive. I tried to make my case that they were athletes. Now, a couple of people tweeted in and said, Nick would be so disappointed in you. Do you agree or disagree that there is some athletic prowess to Joey Chestnut? And then I'll tell you why he's in the rundown in a moment. They're as athletic as a NASCAR driver. Really? I I put Joey Chestnut on the same classification as I put Dale Earnhardt. Really? I just pissed off so many people. (laughs) (laughs) By the way. (laughs) Sorry, not Dale Earnhardt. Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. That makes people feel a lot better. Yeah, Joey Chestnut equals Jeff Gordon. There is some, there is training involved. There is certainly that, but athleticism, not really. No, no, he's just choking down hot dogs. The guy eats for a living. Right, because if you call him an athlete, that would make hot dog eating a sport. It would also, okay, maybe we could do it like this. Because you're training for a sport. If Joey Chestnut were training to be a sumo wrestler, then sure, the eating would be part of the training protocol. It's just like calling. Or to be an offensive lineman. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's the the exact same thing. Offensive line equals sumo wrestler. Joey Chestnut, I I would say it's almost equal to being a. Excuse me. We're about to have an earthly one. It's about equal to just every time anyone's throat goes, we're about to have an Anthony. Lee. Can I piss? Can I piss some more people off? Joey Chestnut You've is a good couple is months, good so. of an athlete. Yeah, I am. <laughs> hey, no writer. Joey Chestnut, Hebrew national in the hot dog eating contest equals a CrossFit athlete. Whoa. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> They're training for a sport. They're not actually doing a sport. That's the competition. The competition is the training. Yeah. I love watching CrossFit just like I love watching Joey Chestnut choke down 72 hot dogs. I and can't ten- watch it. <laughs> it's disgusting, isn't it? It really is. But I, I do. I really like watching CrossFit guys, but they're not athletic. They're Those are the guys who are just really good at training to play the sport. They weren't the ones who were playing the sport. Otherwise, they would be making money playing a sport, not training for that sport. Here's why he's in the rundown. We'll get to the home run derby in a moment. I watched 10 minutes of the um, celebrity softball game that airs after the home run derby. Erase every compliment I've ever said about Joy Chestnut. He is the worst athlete. One of the worst athletes I've ever seen in my entire life. Did he almost tear his ACL? He should have. (laughs) With how unathletic he was. From the swinging to the running to the grin on his face of thinking he was an athlete, I I was completely embarrassed. I was completely oh, embarrassed maybe that not I thinking made a was... stance for this man to be an athlete after watching that celebrity softball game. Oh, it's Nathan's. Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Oh, thank God we got that. Yeah, we got, we got that clear. Okay, good. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's just, that's as bad as Clayton Kershaw. Save the emails. Max Scherzer, Clayton Save Kershaw. 
Hardwick and I Richards at iHeartMedia.com, the complaint department. One of the toughest things that Joey Chestnut has to go through is the blasting sun. That's as true. they're standing on stage and yes. they're just getting blasted. That's right. By that sun. Uh, did you watch any of the celebrity softball game? No. I actually didn't know it was on. It just airs right afterwards. Oh, I le- I turned the ga- I turned it off right after the home run derby. Jamie Foxx was a big part of it. Big Jamie Foxx fan. Are you? Yeah, we'll talk about that film room, 645. I saw Baby Driver. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. I got a really good one. A new show. I've got a better one. I got a new free show to watch. You don't have to be on Netflix, Amazon Prime. I guess it might not be free, but you got to subscribe to something. Awesome one. 645. Oh, yeah. That was one of the more enjoyable home run derbies. God, that'll give you goosebumps, won't it? I've got them. Literally. So do you think our own Mike Costa, extra 1360? I don't claim him. Okay, yeah. Their own Mike Costa, (laughs) extra 1360's Mike Costa. Do you think after watching the home run derby last night that he wants it removed now? Because that was awesome. I'm... That was so incredible. You should call into their show today and check him on it. I got fired up. You did. Heck yeah. Watching Justin Bohr out there smashing home runs, leading Aaron Judge to hit 23 in a single at bat. That was awesome, man. You know, it's uh, it, it was great that it delivered, right? Aaron Judge was thought to be the biggest story, the biggest draw of going into the home run derby. He completely lived up to it. And what impressed me the most, because Giancarlo Stan, you know, there was a moment in the broadcast where Stan was talking about how much he reminds or how much he's reminded of himself by Aaron Judge. And I was like, time out, Giancarlo. Your swing is incredibly muscular and stiff. And he got really tired. Aaron Judge has an easy, fluid, smooth swing that doesn't really remind me much of Stan. Now, yes, they're both right-handed. You know, they have they they have similar looks. They're, they're enormous. But Aaron Judge, for a for a big, big, big man, has a six seven two eighty two. Has a beautiful, easy swing. Doesn't he? Yeah, he didn't get near as tired as everybody else. No, Justin Bohr got worn out. Hitting tw- all muscle. Hitting 22 home runs. He had to give it all he's got, too. You could see standing next to Giancarlo that he was a lot smaller. He's more compact. He's dense. He's got a little belly on him. But he had to give her all she's got just to get it up to 440 feet to get those bonus home runs. And he was worn out. And Giancarlo is like a muscle man in an MMA fight. Yes. Just swollen up. You could see him. He couldn't keep his bat up at the end. He was worn out. But Aaron Judge's stroke is a thing of beauty. Now he had a West Coast flight to an East Coast game. John Carlo did. Yeah, that's tough. They he played the Giants in San Francisco on, on Sunday. Sunday. Nice job, Major League Baseball. Yeah, way to schedule that. Um You gotta play some game though, don't you? Alex Rodriguez, yesterday on extra thirteen sixty with Colin Coward, said this oh, hold on. We have to stop. Okay. Um Although we could we is, could play that the entire show. That's awesome. And it kind of brought up because there was lightning going on in the background. I didn't know there was a, a lightning strike. There, there was, was a, there was thunderstorms during the home run derby last night. So when Aaron Judge hit a home run off the glass, there was lightning going on out in left field. It was just perfect. You know, as you can tell, I, I may not sound that great. I'm a little under the weather. 
and I have the natural on the DVR. It's, it's happening today. Do you? Yes. Good for you. You know what I thought was one of the greatest moments in the home run derby? Yeah, he hit four home runs over 500 feet. Yeah, he pinged one off the roof, which I guess nobody thought could happen. But his pitching coach, Valiente, it's like a Cuban refugee that somehow worked his way into the Yankees organization. His emotions as the pitching coach got me so into the whole thing. He was up there, and when he would serve up a bad pitch, he would get mad at himself. He was throwing a little temper tantrum behind the net up there. He's like, God, get it over there. What are you doing? They got in some really good rhythms, too. Oh, yes, they did. And I saw him get frustrated. I was like, relax. Your groove, like he was grooving them. Yeah. Did you see him when they had the trophy and he kissed it and then he thanked him and took off? <laughs> like when they gave Aaron Judge the trophy, he stood next to him and they received it together and he kissed the trophy twice. I, I couldn't imagine somebody being happier as the pitcher in a home run derby to have won it. I mean, I'm talking double fist in the air multiple times. He jumped into his arms and he kissed him on the floor. He's like, hold me, baby. It was really good television. It was super good, yeah. A-Rod said this yesterday on Extra 1360 about Aaron Judge. So excited for For the first time in a long time. Let's go on, Scraby. I mean, this, this is both of our final show right here. But here's a guy, Colin, that I'm so excited for. For the first time in a long time, we have a, a LeBron James type of personality and size that can transcend sports. Here's a guy who's six foot seven, 275 pounds, 9% body fat, 32-inch vertical. <laughs> the guy bench presses 400 pounds, squats 500 pounds, and, and, and he's, he's an amazing figure. I mean, and for the next generation to say, well, there's a guy that could be a tight end and an all-pro, and he chose baseball. Why can't I? And hopefully the kids are taking Notes of Aaron Judge. A Rod rubs me wrong. <laughs> There's, I can't say any more than A Rob. A Rod just rubs me wrong. Amen, brother. Oh my gosh, what a Amen. booger eater! <laughs> <laughs> and to say that Aaron Judge, he's an amazing figure. I mean, oh, okay. Let's because I'm so disappointed. Trust me, I do a three-hour show on A Rod. I am so disappointed in J Lo. So disappointed. <laughs> Come on. There's a lot of guys out there that are good looking with money, and you chose A-Rod. This just doesn't seem like it works at all. What a criminal A-Rod is. But that's besides the point. I I, I think we need to slow down a little bit on Aaron Judge is the new face of baseball. I just read that on Twitter a moment ago. We need to slow down on Aaron Judge is LeBron James. What? Aaron, a little Aaron, early, no? Aaron, last year, do you know he played 27 games in the bigs last year? He had 84 at-bats. He got sent down, didn't he? He struck out 42 times and hit 179. Now, he's having a remarkable season. I don't want to take anything away from him. And I love his swing. He's got a smooth stroke. But I'm not ready to take one half of baseball and decide that Aaron Judge literally is who who baseball needs to depend on to have it be again, what it was, or to decide that Aaron Judge is a future Hall of Famer. Can we hope he is? I hope he is. I really do hope he turns into that. That I I agree with. I think it's good for baseball that the Yankees are a powerhouse. I hope Sanchez and Judge and what they've got going, building in New York, lasts, because I think for a decade that would be fantastic for the sport of baseball. And then I think you're talking about what A-Rod is talking about, where young kids are looking at the Yankees and baseball kind of rising up. You have to have those 
big market teams performing well, and then kids go, yeah, that looks like something that I want to participate in. But yeah, pump the brakes. Yes. He's got it. We're also aware that Aaron Judge isn't the first tall hitter ever, right? I mean, we're actually like it's 1942, and we've never seen anyone six foot seven. He I mean, would be the first one to have a really successful career if he were to have one, like a long extended career. Dave Winfield was six six. He was drafted in three back. different sports. Willie McCovey, our buddy Mitch from New Jersey, he was spot on. He was comparing him to Willie McCovey and Frank Howard. That are players that haven't played in decades. Like Aaron Judge, I, I get it's it. It's just the first time we've seen it in this generation. No, Richie Sexton was 6'7". I've seen tall hitters before. Gotcha. I mean, Kyle Blanks wasn't very good with the Padres. He was an enormous man at 6'6". Jabari Blash, who's been a Padre the last couple of years, is 6'6". So, again, Aaron Judge, yeah, he's 6'7". I get it. But like it's not 1936. He keeps We've on seen his phone. Athletes before he keeps on his phone. His batting average from last year, as a reminder that things can go south in a hurry, and to stay focused. I like how you said he keeps on his phone. He does like on his screensaver. But I mean, like he has the internet, so he can just Google himself. I know, but he keeps it on his screensaver <laughs> on his lock screen. So every time he hits Whoa. the button on his phone, it pops up as hey, a reminder to stay humble. Mark Teixeira said it last Be night. Humble. During the broadcast. This reminds me of NBA playoffs. <laughs> You're a mess. I am. I'm all over the place. So Mark Teixeira last night on the broadcast said every major league baseball player has either been humbled or is waiting to be humbled. And I thought that was a really good line by Mark Teixeira. I liked Teixeira on the broadcast last night. What'd you think of the broadcast? Uh, it's a loot. It's a loot. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. NBA playoffs coming up next. <laughs> no, <laughs> hit me with the crossover. I, I love this song. This is a really good song. But what happened to the time? I don't think he was humbled in 27 games. You know what I mean? Being humbled in Major League Baseball is two and a half months where you can't swing your way out of a wet paper bag. And if Aaron Judge has a rough second half, no one may ever do the home run derby again. Like we fought, we we've really locked into. The home run derby sets you up poorly. I'll be interested to see what Aaron Judge's second half looks like. The home run derby does not set you up poorly. I really believe it doesn't set you up You backed off, though. I'm going to make you say this on air. (coughs) Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You backed off. Not based, not based on the swing pattern that guys have. I think Aaron Judge looked just as natural as the natural. Just up there swinging away I think what could affect the guys over the course of the season and I thought about this I don't think it's going to be like long lasting effects but just like you said John Carlos Stanton traveling from San Francisco to Miami to compete in the home run derby maybe he had a little bit of jet lag maybe he's tired maybe he's exhausted these guys put a lot of full body exertion swings in there last night and I think that could 
parlay itself into a couple of tired days. I don't think it's going to last. It's not going to have long-lasting, month-long effects on the swing. But I do think the rest at this point could pay dividends, or it could just give him more confidence and continue to build him up to say, I'm the home run derby champ. I was a college home run derby champ. I was a high school home run derby champ. I am on the path to become what I want to become. And this is just another pat on the back from Major League Baseball to say, Aaron Judge, keep doing what you're doing. But you also did say off air, you said, I get why Bryce Harper didn't do it. I did. I did. Yeah, I did. Bryce Harper doesn't know anybody anything. No, I get it. Never forget that. I do think this is for younger guys to be participating in. Bryce Harper doesn't know anybody anything. I would imagine John Carlos Stanton doesn't continue next year going into the home run derby. Speaking of of what's on uh, screensavers, I have a countdown going 364 days away till Bryce Harper competes in the home run derby. (laughs) You're a mess. Bryce Harper doesn't know anybody anything, but he's going to deliver in Washington. He's going to win it next year. You just wait and see. Hey, be listening today at 720 for the word of the day for a chance to score a pair of one day passes to the sold out Comic Con. Then be the first to call in today at 520 when the Loose Cannons give you the cue to call. 720 will give you that keyword. And coming up, an outspoken governor took to the Sports Talk airwaves yesterday, and it went horribly. We'll share that audio with you. You don't want to miss it next on Extra. Harmon Acosta coming up at 3 o'clock today. It's baseball's all-star game tonight. Should they just keep it the way it is? Or are we looking for a gimmick to make it more interesting? We'll discuss on Extra 1360 Fox Sports San Diego. Well, that's interesting because coming up at 7 o'clock is our one big question. Is Major League Baseball going to regret not making this all-star game count? I heard I heard that uh, tickets were outpacing ticket sales for the Home Run Derby were actually outpacing all-star game tickets themselves. Really? Yes. And a lot of the draw was to watch John Carlos Stanton, right. Miami's own. Yeah, and Aaron so, Judge. So that's you have to watch that. I thought it was great to hear him get booed. I did too. Yeah, it means I people like, care. Yeah, I like yeah. that because they're cheering for their guy. Well, he's a perfect storm, right? He's he's got a, a beautiful swing. He's a magnificent figure. He's very very likable, and he's a Yankee. So you're not on the fence about Aaron Judge. You're supposed to be booed. Yes. And you're competing against Miami's. So they know that everybody wanted those two to clash. They wanted John Carlo to clash with Aaron Judge. So what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to make him uncomfortable. That's good fanship. Speaking Fandom. of uncomfortable, uh, what does it sound like when a governor does sports talk radio? We'll have that audio for you coming up in a moment. Let me ask you a question. Please do. Can you send out a troll tweet if that tweet is purely Factual. I feel like you're getting to something here. Yes. Yeah. I, I'd like to know what we're talking about before I fully commit to this. I sent out a tweet last night. I'll read it to you. Because off the cuff, I would say if it's completely factual, it can't be troll. But I think you've got a way about you. So let's <laughs> let's see what your Twitter says here. You At mean, Jets in 1360. You mean when I try to hide behind fact when trolling? <laughs> sure. I found this to be interesting. I looked it up. So I tweeted last night at Judson1360, with the 13th pick in the 2013 MLB draft, the Padres selected Hunter Renfro. With the 32nd pick, the New York Yankees selected Aaron Judge. I actually did see that last night, and I rolled my eyes. (laughs) 
<laughs> I did roll my eyes, but I immediately thought this is the same thing as people going, Clay Matthews was picked after Larry English, or Troy Polamalu was selected after Sammy Davis, who didn't make it but about three or four years in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Troy Polamalu, maybe the best safety of all time. Now, what you just said, I find very interesting. And so as I'm watching the Home Run Derby, I thought to myself, who did the Padres take when they had a chance at Aaron Judge? Now, there were 31 picks that went before Aaron Judge did, so you can apply this to all teams. Oh, yeah. But I also found interesting who was the player that they thought was better than Aaron Judge. It was a right fielder. And it was Hunter Renfro. Yep. So that, to me, was worthy of sharing that information because if I was curious who the Padres took instead of Judge, I thought for sure other people were curious. Definitely. I think it's a reasonable tweet. I don't, it, it is a bit trollish in nature and I know you. So that's why I rolled my eyes like, Oh God, troll. What the hell does that mean? Well, I know you, uh, you like to poke. You're a poker. I'm factual. You, you are very factual. <laughs> I like it. Hiding, <laughs> hiding behind facts. The one thing that Hunter has, that- By the way, people kept responding to me. You realize there were 19 other picks after that. of te- Yes, detective. Yes, Sherlock. I'm aware that there are other people that selected. They were just they were just baited. True. <laughs> you you baited people into a conversation with you last night because you didn't. felt like having a conversation with some people. No, I didn't converse with anybody. I just left it alone. You didn't. Yeah. You just let that one dangle out there. You Although, left a floater. Well, Brady, um, my buddy Brady on Twitter did call me a troll. In fact, he actually just sent me a photo of a troll, and I said, "Tweets factual. Do what you want with it." Just <laughs> again, very troll response. <laughs> Trolling is a sport to its own. Somewhat. It is. Yes. Just like this is its own little sport. Sports talk radio. It's yes. its own little sport. We get competitive at times. Our callers call in. We get angry sometimes. It's all fun. It's all in good nature. Well, what happens? Here's one thing I think that I would never want to be involved in. Because I think my blood pressure would just go through the roof and I might just have a conniption. Just boom, done right away. Politics. Politics, because it like gets to the core of everything in a hurry. It just strips everything off and it's like, who are you? I need to know everything about you right now. That's politics. Well, what happens when a politician takes to sports talk radio? Chris Christie, WFAN. They open the phone lines. Mike and Montclair. What's up, Mike? Governor, next time you want to sit on a beach that is closed to the entire world except you, yeah. you put your fat ass in a car and go to hey. one that's open to all your constituents. Uh, well, you know, not just you and yours. Interesting, Mike. You know what? That what's beach, that? that? What's beach, that, Gov? You know, Mike. I love I love getting calls from communists in Montclair. Communists in Montclair. Montclair. You know, you're a bully, you governor, are, you know, now, and I don't what? like bullies. You know what? And listen, I'm not the one who came on the air. Hey, hold on, Mike. Mike, I'm not the guy who came on the air, swore on the air. Who swore? And so you did. I, 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 get the heck out yeah, of here. You know, you're swearing on the air, Mike. You're 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 a bum. You know, so you let's so let's just you know, but, oh bad optics, okay? Mike. And I'd love to come look at your optics every day, buddy. Oh, that's you know what, and you know what, Mike. What matters is what you do. That's what matters. And what have you done? <laughs> what I just did was stop polluting the airways with a guy like that. Now, listen, these guys are going to come on and notice they're both from Montclair. Well, you you know what's so funny? Can I just say yeah. this? 
I told I you when to the, the calls came out, I right? Said to, I said to the governor, I said, man, you're popular in Montclair. We got a few guys up. And you're like, no, 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 Evan, I'm not popular in Montclair. No, there's no chance. <laughs> you know, in, in a state like in, in my state in 2013, when I won 19 out of 21 counties and got 61% of the vote, you know, I lost Montclair. It's heart shattering. He lost Montclair. <laughs> Communists in Montclair. Those daggone Montclairians. I, the, I'm surprised Chris Christie reacted the way he did because you have to, not that he reacted badly, but he seemed surprised at the phone call. It's like, no, this is why people are tuning. I'm sure their ratings were probably through the roof. They had to, to be. hear exactly that. To see somebody come at him. Yes. Personal attack. He closed down a beach. And I like how he said, I would like to get into your personal life and see the optics on your daily routines. I'm sure they're really good. Well, and Christie's a hothead. We've seen him track people down and scream at him on the streets. It's perfect for sports talk radio. He's he's dialed right in. I know a couple of hotheads sitting here. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But uh, again, I do find it interesting. A man who is a governor really, really wants a sports talk radio job. Like, I believe that this is auditioning. Oh, you think he wants this? Oh, yes. Or do you think somebody's trying him out? Somebody's like, hey, we got a really good gig for you. Or do you think he just likes sports that much that he wants to be on? No, because Mike Francesa is heading towards retirement. So they are auditioning people for potential replacements. And Chris Christie, I believe, when it says he's out of politics, wants to be in sports talk radio. Chris, just keep it moving, man. You think so? No, I, I think if he wants to get into sports talk radio, it's great. But people are going to be coming at his politics for a while. Just keep that train moving and just keep the blinders up. Just stay sports. I don't know if he's got that ability. Because he's baited easily. He doesn't. Is there any similarity to politics and sport and sports as far as choosing one side or the other? I think for me... Sports is the nice way. Sports talk radio is the nice way of playing the political game. It's if you want to be competitive, you want to have debates, but you don't want to go at somebody's belief system. Because for me, politics is all about, it's basically your belief system. You can throw out endless facts. People do not hear it. It's just, that's not, I don't believe that. It's like trying to convert religions. Good luck, pal. You ain't going to convert somebody from one side of the fence to the other side. You believe what you believe. All right, coming up, I've got a show you have got to see. I saw it for the first time last night. I will tell you what it is, and Judson's got a couple of really good ones as well. Excited to hear about these. What are they? Find out next in the film room on Extra. Orberger here, coming up on the Mark and Rich Show today, right at noon. Todd Marinovich will join us to talk about the role a father should have in a professional athlete's life. Also, we'll be joined by Xander Shoffley. He just won the Greenbrier. All that and more coming up on Extra 1360 Fox Sports, San Diego. Are you a Walking Dead fan? Carl. Carl. Do you like to nerd out? Saw Star Wars this morning. Or are you more of a Home and Garden Channel fan? Now we got to get home and evaluate this film. Nick and Judson tell you what they're watching in the film room. Well, speaking of what we're watching, we're all very distracted by one of the television monitors in studio. There's a, a yoga class, yet no one is yogaing. It's black lights and weird, strange dancing with a very smiley man with a guitar. 
Again, at 6.47 <laughs> in the morning. Oh, so way weird. too smiley. It's like, <laughs> way too smiley. It's too early. With highlighter face paint oh. on. I hope he forgets to take off the face paint and goes to work like that. He totally does. He's Shows that a, guy. It's a black lit room. This Seriously. reminds me of the jam band concerts that I used to go to as a youth. Yeah, as a youth. <laughs> it's called Gloga. It's saying, it says on TV. No, Glow I believe God. you, but I'm just offended. <laughs> As a regular yoga doer. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this is not what yoga is about. This is offensive. Gloga. Glow the hell and get the hell out of here. <laughs> okay, before we get into what we're watching on television, the broadcast last night had a lot of people talking, mainly because I Twitter searched everyone's name. Mark Teixeira, Jessica, Menzo- Jessica Mendoza, Carl Ravitch. What did you make of the broadcast? I like Mark Teixeira. I thought Carl Ravage did a good job, kept the thing going. I thought there was no repetitiveness, like the back, 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 back. By the way, I was thinking about this last night. You think that was the the end of Berman's run at ESPN was the home run derby where everyone's like, all right, this has got to end. The whole thing's got to end, not just the home run derby. That has to end, but also just the entire Berman saga at ESPN has to end. Was that the moment where everybody finally turned on Berman and is like, enough's enough. I thought the home run derby was one of the things he did well. I liked him on the panel. It's it, it's set up well for him because there's some absurdity to a home run derby. It's not real serious. Yikes! Again, when, when he couldn't get Jaleel Adai's name right in a Chargers game when he's on the play-by-play, that's a problem. That's hard. But the home run derby, no, it's not hard. It's called called preparation. No, I'm saying it's not hard for him to get it right. It's just that makes it hard to be the play-by-play man. Exactly. But the home run derby, no, I thought it set up very well for his over-the-top kind of nature. The problem that I had with it is in listening to Shira and Mendoza, I felt like I was in the production meeting when they were being told, be really, really exuberant to be really enthusiastic and have everything be the greatest home run you've ever seen. And I was like, temper it. Everybody calm down. Like Jessica Mendoza was like the first home run she's ever seen in her life. I was like, you're at a home run derby. It's right there in the title. <laughs> Expect it. You should. Yeah, but some of those shots were all inspiring. Oh, I no. was doing the same thing at home that they were. I was hands in the air. I was like, yeah. Right. When Justin Bohr was really getting off, I was right there with him. I was just like feeling the adrenaline. Whoa. Look out, <laughs> Bohr. It's, it's a lose-lose broadcast. Really? I, I, I don't think it sets up really well for anyone. Because you're yeah. not you're not there to be informative. You're not commenting on anything different happening between plays, right? And it's if like, you're being if you're having fun, it just sets you up to get crushed. Wow, his swing plane, thirty two degrees. Woo! Yeah, t- they t- could go technical on that, but thanks, but no thanks. Although I acknowledge it's a lose lose, they both annoyed me. Oh, I like Tashera. <laughs> just I don't know. I would much rather Tashera than A Rod any day of the week. I would rather take a monkey throwing feces than I would ra- than I'd like to listen to a rock. You could sign me up for that all day. Some point in time, I'm, can, in the show, in a room can, can we talk about a rod? Some point in the sh- during the show, we can talk about a rod all you want. Can we flip the complaint department? By the Thursday way, for just an entire a rod, Mark Deshera looks just like Brian Cushing. That's good. Just like Brian Cushing. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Little little more well spoken. Deshera is. I like the Kush. So do I. I like the Kush. Yeah. All right, guy. All All right. right. Shows. 
So super thankful that Jamie's in my life because she brought me this show last night. Aww. Yeah, I am. Thanks, babe. I know you're out there listening. Shout out, babe. Yeah, otherwise I'd be watching like Alaskan bush people for the rest of my life or tiny houses or something. What silly. is wrong with Alaskan There's bush There's absolutely Nashville? nothing wrong, but I got to find a little diversity in my life, and I think I found a show that I can stick with. By the way, have, have you've seen Alaskan bush people, right? Oh, yeah. It's taking a really, really dark turn. Oh, I haven't seen recent. Mom's got cancer. Oh. It's really, really hard to watch. Man. But, but go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for ruining everything. No, don't watch it. Because I was about to bring you uh, bring you down with the crack epidemic. I'm Thank- on board. <laughs> okay. So this new show, FX, called Snowfall. It's about the infancy of the crack epidemic that happens in Los Angeles, and it's set in 1983, L.A. It's a super good one. It follows numerous characters on a violent collision course. Young street entrepreneur, a Mexican wrestler caught up in the whole deal, a CIA operative. This thing is really twisted. It's got multiple layers to it. It's about the CIA, the uh, Nicaraguan Contras funding that war. It's really good, and it's got excellent, excellent music going on. 1983 kind of plays the old school hip-hop Really enjoy the way the the whole thing's shot. It's a lot of fun. It kind of brings up uh, some of the give me the uh, drug lords, the Escobars. Pablo Escobar. It kind of brings up not. It doesn't bring that up, but it invokes those images along with invoking like "Don't be a menace" kind of images. It and collides those two worlds. Really, really good. I highly recommend Snowfall. It's an hour long show. The first episode's an hour twenty. But I couldn't recommend it more. FX. FX, yes. Kirby, what are you watching? I watched a movie that made me so sad that I can never watch again. And I, I'm not a movie crier. I'm not a movie crier. It's Got called it. It's called Here Alone. And it's about this woman who, it's a zombie apocalypse. It's not about the zombies, but she's trying to survive in this post-apocalyptic world. She loses her whole family. But at the end, she does something that I won't say that is so sad it had me bawling on the couch, and I had to get up and walk away. Because I just is felt- it as obvious as what it would seem to be? Well, tell me what you think. I don't want to ruin it the, for people. The S word. The S? Oh no, 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 not that. She doesn't do anything to herself. She does something to someone else because she has to. She does. Yeah, and it's really, really sad. I didn't, I didn't expect it because I've been in the zombie kick lately. Judson knows about. I was talking about the resort with a Z. And, uh, th- and so this <laughs> this this popped up on it's my screen. Embarrassing. It's not called Resort with a Z. It's Resort with, with a, Z a Z instead of an S. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought Although that was the name of the show. They just would have called it Resort. So with you're a Z. just plowing through zombie well, shows it right up now. And it said here alone, and it looked super creepy. The picture was her with mud all over her face. So I I watched it, and throughout this whole movie, I just felt more sad and more sad and more sad. I don't know why. See, but there's a movie that I would never watch. It. It's a good movie. I think it's a good movie, but it's... So you want our listeners to feel more sad, more sad, more sad. If you're a zombie fan and you're looking for a good cry, here alone is the one. Mostly They've even trying... got a little niche. It's a drama zombie. Yeah. yeah. It was a... also... What the, do they the call title these was things? also describing what you were doing. Here alone. <laughs> How do you yeah, melt the two words like a dramedy? It's a drazombi. Drazombity. It's a drazombity. It's a drombie. It's a drombie. There we go. I mainly want to see if anybody else cries or if I'm just a, a wimp. We know the answer to that. <laughs> Could be both. Justin, what are you into? Because I think I really want to see what you're getting on. Very right quickly, now. the Defiant Ones. I've watched two episodes. It is about the lives that are running parallel and then they intersect. 
about Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine is his last name. Yeah. The, the show starts. Beats by Dre, Jimmy Iovine. Correct. Yes, and the show starts, uh, the first few minutes is about how they almost fumbled that $3.2 billion deal to sell Beats by Dre <laughs> to Apple. And then you start at the very beginning of both of them. Obviously, I know the life of Dr. Dre very well. Still fascinating. Great insight. And he's right there with the documentary. But Jimmy Iovine, I know nothing about and am thoroughly enjoying. How many parts is this series? I don't know, to be honest. There's four episodes up right now on HBO. And that may be it. I want to say it's a six-part series. I'm hoping there's more. Yeah, but episode four, I know Eminem is a big part of it. And I love, love, love me some Eminem. And I do love a finish line to my shows. Yes. Give me a good finish line to my shows. Right. All right, coming up, it's our one big question. 570-1360, fan participation would be lovely. We love you. Will Major League Baseball regret not making this all-star game count? 570-1360. It's our one big question. Talk to you in a few. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 